Welcome to CUCC's Sermons for Everyone. No matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey, we're glad you've tuned in, and we hope you find meaning in this week's sermon. As Josh mentioned a trip last week, I thought I would share one of my fondest memories of a road trip. In the summer of 2018, we were on a mission trip to Paris, Texas. And believe it or not, it was my first official day. I was on the way to spend a week with high schoolers. On the trip, my car decided to overheat and another light came on in my car. So we pulled over, I popped open the hood of the car, and after looking in my car, one of the volunteers pulls out the oil thing and goes, see, your oil should be filled to this dot right here. Turns out there wasn't even an oil mark on my car because I hadn't put oil in my car so long. Long story short, we were stranded for an hour because I didn't know how to change my oil. As you can see, cars are clearly not God's will for me. I was following God on a youth trip as my passion is with youth, but I share that story to let everyone know anything related to cars is not my purpose or God's will. And following God's will leads us into today's focus on following God. Are there any areas of your life where you want to follow God and follow God's will? Is there anywhere where you feel God is telling you to move or stay? Or God is stirring your heart to follow God's will, but you just haven't moved yet? Maybe God is nudging you to switch career paths, to be an entrepreneur, work in nonprofit, a teacher, medical field, retail, IT, or any other field. Or God has called you to be a great parent as God is going to do great things through your child, but you work 16 hours a day. Or God willed you to have a vibrant, serving, retired life. Or God put a fire in your heart to fight for social or economic justice. Or maybe God has willed for you to be a bee and drop pollen in a few different jobs in a few different fields. And it's time to pollinate your next flower or whatever God placed in your heart, but you're doing a job or at a stage in your life where you care more about the comfort or prestige rather than the purpose. And that leads us into another group who wanted to follow God's will. That's right, the Israelites. And as noted last week, the Israelites were in the wilderness. God had performed many miracles to get there. God got the Israelites out of slavery, parted the Red Sea, and now they are in the wilderness, stranded, and don't know where they are going. Which leads us into today's text in Numbers. And at the beginning of a text, there was a cloud. And at night, it looked like fire. Some of the scholars believe it was upright, which looked like a pillar, hot dog style. And others believed it looked more like a canopy, or hamburger style. But regardless of what it looked like, this cloud was with them. The cloud was God's compass or resembled the glory or presence of God. It showed them where and when she wanted them to go. 
Whenever the cloud went up or was lifted, the Israelites moved. Whenever the cloud settled or dwelled or stopped, they stopped. Regardless if they knew where to go next, why to go, how to go, they stopped when the cloud remained over the tabernacle, which was the tent where God lived, or a portable church. And in this simple tent, it was believed God manifested his presence and communicated God's will right where the cloud was. If you're thinking, that's great for them, but there is no cloud or pillar telling me where to go, when to go, I would do whatever God would tell me to do if God communicated with me like that. True, the Israelites had an outward cloud above guiding them. But when we open our ears more clearly, there is an inner cloud, something guiding us as well. There is that soft, still voice. Follow that inward voice. And God speaks through our consciousness, which is our compass, our pillar of clouds. But nonetheless, this process of going and staying was repeated over and over again. Sometimes it was short. Other times it was as long as a year. When God said move, the Israelites moved. When God said stay, the Israelites stayed. And I have a quick question for the kids or even the big kids at heart here today. The question is, have y'all ever played red light, green light? If so, raise your hand. Okay, okay, maybe a few. But with red light, green light, was it fun? Yeah, yeah, uh -huh, right. It's one of my favorite games. But would you want to do that for 40 years straight? Would you ever get tired of that? Mm. I love red light, green light as I'm 31, and I still love playing, but I wouldn't want to do that all day, every day for 40 years. And just like we would probably get tired of red light, green light for 40 years, we can assume the Israelites were probably feeling the same way. They were in the middle of the desert, drained, exhausted, and word on the street was God would lead them to the promised land. But that was nowhere in sight. They had to wait and wait. And despite all the obstacles, they still followed God in God's plan. They still discerned and followed God's will through her instruction. Just like that small, still voice for us. They still weren't seeing the fruit immediately, but they still followed. And what does this mean? What does this resemble, all this moving and staying mean? Why did they still follow despite the obstacles and the fact they had no clue where they were going? The Israelites followed because they didn't know what God may be up to in and through them. They didn't know where to go, how to go, why to go. They didn't know the finish line or the end game. But the most important thing they knew is they knew whose they were. They were a child of the most almighty God, and that is one powerful thing to know, especially when we're lost and exhausted. And at the epicenter of all this struggle and wandering, they knew they were gods. 
and they knew the power of our God and that God performs miracles. Even though they didn't know what God was up to, they knew God was up to something great because that is what our God does. And deep down, we all know that too, or we wouldn't be here despite our own wilderness. And although we aren't in the physical desert per se, we all have had a wilderness experience. The wilderness where we face obstacles, pain, discomfort, and through all of it, God still wants us to follow God's plan. And just like the Israelites following God can entail both staying and going at times. Sometimes God wants us to stay because we aren't ready yet. Or God hasn't done the work behind the scenes yet. Maybe while they were waiting, God wanted them to learn something before they could move again. Maybe it was learning patience or hardships, perseverance, how to deal with conflict. Sometimes when we stay, we have to learn the lesson before God can move us to the next step. And we never know what God may be up to when we follow God's will. We never know what God may up to, be up to through your baby or grandbaby. Do you know how long the Israelites were in the wilderness? To give you a preview, it was longer than the average lifespan during the biblical times of 30 to 35 years. Therefore, we never know what God may be up to through your child or grandbaby. They may be the next great counselor, nurse, salesperson, or everyday hero. And God may just be working in and through you over decades to prepare your child for greatness. And we never know what God may be up to when we follow God's will. We never know what God may be up to when we switch careers despite the obstacles we may face. We never know what God may be up to when we choose to stay in the marriage despite being at your breaking point. Or we never know what God may be up to when it's time for you to part ways with that unhealthy relationship. And we never know what God may be up to when God wants us to stay at the job or whenever you're ready and ready to move to start that business or nonprofit or, or volunteer work. And we never know what God may be up to in our lives. But the Israelites didn't know either, but they still followed. And before I head out, in case you were wondering, we did make it to our mission trip to Paris. And cars are not my will, as there are seven other billion of us here on earth, and we all have different wills, and God has a different individual plan for each of us. But when we follow God's will, we don't know what God may be up to in and through us. We never know, but that is the beauty of this thing called life. Trusting in God and following despite not knowing. And watching God do what God does. And we don't know the end game, how long our journey is, how many turns or cross blocks we're going to encounter. But what we do know is God is going to use us to make the world a better place. 
We all may not have the ability to change millions of lives, but we all have the ability to change at least someone's life. And at the same time, we had no clue what God was doing through the Israelites, but they still followed. And we will find out exactly what God does through them in subsequent weeks, so don't miss the next five weeks in our series to find out exactly what God may be up to in and through them. Because we never know what God may be up to when we follow.